Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's uh, a hit of pod with me, Nikki Glazer. You know where I am. Dad's home office, St. Louis, Missouri. You got it. That's a little shout out to Brody Stevens. That's um, a line he always used to say. You got it. Has he been dead a year? I think so. Um, yeah, I think he's been dead over a year. Maybe we might have missed it because of all this COVID. Are there th- anniversaries we're missing because of this? I almost missed Andrew's birthday. I don't mean to like gloss over uh, Brody Stevens' death. I It really impacted me last year. Um, and if you haven't watched, um, that's something to binge. Oh my God. It was so good when I, Brody died last year. Brody Stevens, if you don't know, he's a comedian who took his own life tragically last year. And he was just one of a kind, like no one else. And you should really, really like, I can't recommend it enough. The, the series that Zach Galifianakis produced, um, it's on Comedy Central and it's called like Brody Stevens. I don't know. Just look at Brody series, Brody Stevens mini doc or like mini series, docu series. God, what am I saying? Anyway, it's like some of the best reality slash comedy programming you'll see. Um, and it's all like pretty sad now that he's gone. There's like an added thing to it. I just that's all I like to watch is people on reality shows. I've said it before, but I'm just not interested in scripted TV. I know that's like not, uh, it, it makes me feel, uh, I don't know how to feel about it. I just don't care what people are doing in scripts that are made up. I just don't like things that are made, I don't like fairy tales. I just want real things. Like I don't, I don't like fiction. Even though I, when I do read fiction, I feel great. But there's a part of me that also feels like the people are real which I guess I feel when I watch a movie what the fuck am I talking about I love friends I love Seinfeld I love I loved Felicity I love Dawson's Creek I loved um Veep Mad Men I like scripted it's harder for me to get into scripted you know what I really love is reality uh lit why isn't there a reality literature like I get that it's nonfiction. that's what nonfiction is why does everyone even shit on t- reality tv then if it is actually just nonfiction, right? Okay, I think I proved my f- freaking point to myself that it's, because those are the types of books I like to read. I like to read memoirs that are fucked up and real and people being real. And that's why I like reality TV, because it's real. Some of it. So much is fake. But whatever. The stuff that they're, oh, I hate when people say that reality TV is fake. I really do. Because, yes, some of the it's, – it's set up – the shots are set up. But, like, I just want to argue, like, everything you're watching is fake. Breaking Bad, fake. <laughs> that is my favorite new argument when people are like, you watch reality TV, it's so fake. Um, What about Battlestar Galactica? Okay? I think that's fucking fake as shit. Yeah, someone spent the time and wrote it. But, like, reality TV, someone spent the time and lived it. You know? There's something about it that I like. 90 Day Fiance, season four. Mwah. Great, great TV. Glad, th- happy for the recommendation, whoever gave that to me. I'm going to get into cheer tonight, I think. I got to get into something new tonight. We were watching The Pharmacist. That was fantastic. I really recommend The Pharmacist. Got got old Glazed Dog to shed a tear or two. What else do I recommend? Oh, I know. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Did you guys watch that shit? 
I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire last night, and I'm also going to be on it next Wednesday. I'm so excited. I didn't know that I was my episode was going to be split in two or my appearance um, in, until last night. And I'm like, and then they go next week. We follow up with like we begin again with Nikki Glazer, and I'm like, wait, next I'm on TV again. And I don't even know what's going to happen, guys. I don't know what happened. Yes, I do. But uh, next week, if you watched last night, it was wild. I literally just had a call with my therapist. And my therapists tend to never, like, re- they don't know who I am ever. They don't really. The ones that I've worked with, either they claim to not know or they truly don't know. But I believe them when they say they don't know. But I just talked to my therapist and she goes, I didn't even mean to. And you were on TV last night and I felt bad about it. But. I just watched it because I'm like, well, it's public domain. Like, I didn't mean, I didn't seek this out. And I'm like, okay, good. Yeah, you watched it. And she, like, talked me through my appearance. It was really funny to have my therapist psychoanalyze my appearance on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. She said that me saying the wrong answer, because if you watched, I there was a, a question that I was really stumped on. I talked to Dr. Drew about the answer. I arrived at the answer I kind of shared my reasoning like, okay, listen, I'm going to choose da da da. But in saying when I said that I was going to choose final answer, I said the wrong one. Even though everything up to that point, you knew what I was supposed to say. I was going to say 1917, but instead I said the lighthouse because it was between the lighthouse and 1917. And then I shared my work, you know, like I showed my work and then I wrote down the wrong answer. It almost be like, you know, if you're taking a math test and you show like you do all the work and it's all there, and then you circle the wrong answer, even though you have the right answer right there. But because you circled the wrong answer, you got the answer wrong. It's just like, if I was a teacher, I'd be like, oh, I see what she meant to do. She accidentally circled C, and she meant B, because here's here's the math. You get what I'm saying, that they got what I said, so they gave it back to me. I said the wrong answer, but I I was up very upset because I didn't think that they were going to give it to me. I didn't think that the rules were the rules, when that show, when they t- when they explained the rules of the show to me, the executive producer was in my trailer and he had two people from the fucking gaming commission standing behind him with their arms crossed with clipboards, like watching him talk to me because it's very, they take it very seriously, the rules. And so when I said lighthouse final answer, even though I meant 1917 final answer and everyone knew that I meant in 1917, the fact that I said lighthouse final answer... When you lock it in, you lock it in. There's no there's no turning back. And I accepted that. That's why I was crying. I knew that I was getting eliminated from a show that I could have stayed on. And because I talked too fast, I fucked it up. And, um, and a lot of people on Twitter came after me going like, the rules of the show state that if you say final answer, they shouldn't have changed the rules for her, even though it's for charity. So there's this big debate going on with all these game show aficionados who are like, they changed the rules for her. And guess what? They did because it was for charity. Okay. I didn't think they would. And they go, oh, the power of being an attractive blonde on TV. And I'm like, do you think that I, I didn't cry to get out of it. Like I fake cry to get out of tickets. I can't even fake cry. When I fake cry, there's no tears. There were tears streaming down my face. Um, I even was like, I hope there are tears because your forehead is so Botoxed. It doesn't even look like you're that upset, Glazer. I was watching it like, can I not have anything injected in my face for never again? I mean, go watch it. I told you to watch it. I My face is like frozen in different places and it's pretty hilarious. Um, luckily, it was a month ago so I can convince that I look fine again. But I definitely was struggling with what my face was doing. It looked, I looked fine. 
no one can really tell but me because I definitely search Twitter to be like, is anyone talking about how my face is Botoxed so much? But I don't think people recognize it because whenever I see women's faces that are over Botoxed or like have filler in them, I'm always, I can always see it. And so can all my friends that get filler, but no one else sees it. And do you know why I check? Because I'll check. I'll write like the celebrity's name and I'll write filler and then I'll search it on Twitter. Because if people are recognizing it, they're bringing it to Twitter to talk shit. And people don't see it. I see when there's when women have work done on their face. I just know it. And I looked at myself last night and I go, bitch, you've had work done. It's so obvious. So it was a good awakening for me. Um, I, don't, I think I'm going to stay away from that stuff for a really long time because, first of all, I can't go, I can't go get it. Not that I've even thought about it. Um, I really haven't. I have friends that are struggling without getting injections. I'm not at all. I just, I just do it sometimes because it's like, why not? If it's going to make me look better. It's like getting your nails done. Okay. I don't really look at it as like something I need. It's just like, and now I definitely look at it as something that like I don't need, actively don't need. So that was a good realization to have. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't like that upset about it. I didn't like the way I looked, but I didn't like, I didn't feel that sad. I got to be, you guys have heard me talk about this. When you, when you are faced with an image of yourself or that totally counteracts with how you see yourself, it's pretty disheartening and it can send me down a shame spiral. But last night I just went to bed being like, oh, your face looks kind of weird. Okay, well, maybe you should stop getting things put in it. So that's what I'm going to do. That felt like a good decision. Speaking of decisions, made some big ones for my life today that um, I'll be able to share with you all soon. But um, uh, it's hard to make decisions. I don't know if you guys struggle with that. I always do. Um, I hate deciding on things. Um, like if my example I always give is like when I, when Barnes and Nobles used to be popular and things that you would go to, I never once walked into a Barnes and Noble and walked out with a book. I would say one, 10% of the time that I walked into a Barnes and Noble wanting to get a new book to read, I would always walk out with nothing because there are too many choices and I'm paralyzed. It's called like option paralysis. I think it's like too many options make me do nothing. Um, I always buy a book at Hudson book, but like at any kind of like airport bookstore, I might, I might be buying a book because there's less choices. I, I'm much there. All the books I own, I got at, at airport bookstores because it's less options when it's a whole fucking Barnes and Noble. I just like, I walk the aisles. Eventually I have to take a shit because for, for whatever reason, seeing like lots of books on shelves always like makes me get very, it's like a diuretic. And I'm not alone. It was a joke in Mean Girls where it was like, she gets diarrhea at, at Barnes & Noble. I think that was one of the jokes. But I remember feeling very seen by that joke. Because whenever I see a lot of things on a shelf in like a, a an area, like a store with like that's tightly packed things, it makes me have to shit. Um, does that happen to anyone else? It really is weird. It's weird that I need to see things tightly packed in order for things to not, not be tightly packed for me, if you know what I'm saying. And I think you do. I'm talking about poop. <sighs> I'm sorry. I really digress. Um, so anyway, yeah, I just, I made some decisions today. It feels good. I can finally like breathe. It does feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Oh wait, no, I just took off a backpack. That's what that was. Still burdened by, um, by the choices I made. No, I'm actually not. But it was funny. Oh, it was funny to have my therapist psychoanalyze what I did. So she told me, she thinks that I'm so bad. I don't like to, I don't like to feel good about myself. Um, the second I feel good, I have to 
something has to happen. My subconscious has to punish me myself in some way. I have to get kicked off my pedestal. The chair has to be, if I'm leaning back in my chair too much and enjoying myself, it's going to fall out from under me. And if it doesn't, I make it. And she thinks that I said lighthouse. My subconscious said lighthouse on purpose because I, right before I said it, she said, if you note, go watch and look, you were feeling really confident right before that. You were like getting comfortable. You'd lean back in your chair and she's right. I was fucking feeling myself. I was like, I'm smart. Even if I, even, and I didn't really care if I, a lot of people were like, what if you mess up? And I was like, I didn't even think about that. Like, I just, I know what I know and I don't know what I don't know. And I don't really care that I don't know certain things. Who cares? I'm bad with geography. I don't know if Pakistan is a country or a city. Yes, I do. Or a continent. Yes, I do. Which is it? Not going to say. Not too sure. Just kidding. It's a country. But like, what I'm saying is that I am stupid in many ways and I'm okay with that. But um, as soon as I felt comfortable, though, lighthouse, final answer, Jimmy. No, no. My nose made me laugh so hard because you guys, I for fucking forgot I was on TV when I was screaming no. Like that was out of body. You have to watch me on Millionaire. If you didn't watch it, fucking what, what are you even listening to this podcast for? Go, go watch it. And then next week, you guys, it's so funny. I promise you next week on the show. So I get on Millionaire. I got to have a phone a friend, you know. I haven't even gotten to that yet. I picked someone to phone so hilarious because I knew it was going to be funny. Listen, I was, I was, I'm playing for rescue the birds. It's a, it's a organization that gives rescue to like parrots and shit. Um, and it's a, it's a running joke throughout the millionaire thing is that I, I came up with like a made up charity that doesn't mean anything, but, um, and that these birds don't really need that much money. So who, who really cares? I'm not going to take that many chances. But the truth is I wanted to win as much as possible. And next week I have on a phone a friend um, that's so funny. And I can't wait for you to see it. It is a man. It is a man from my past. And uh, the not so distant past. Well, it's in the past now. Like there's no hope for me in this guy. But um, at the time I like I picked a guy that I like have a crush on. And it's really funny. I talked to if they air it the way it went down, which I think they will. So stay tuned for that. I was also on Lily Singh's show two nights ago. That's on YouTube. That was a good appearance. I'm really happy, though, because um, I did a couple jokes from my current act that I was going to go in my next special, you know, on Lily Singh back in November because they were new jokes. and I was super excited about them. So I did one joke um, that I put on my Instagram. I did a couple jokes, I think. And um, from my current act that doesn't exist in a special. And I was bummed at the time because I'm like, oh, it's going to air. And then I'm not going to be able to put in a special because it would be on TV. Now I'm like, well, there's no special coming out anytime soon because the fucking COVID. So good. I'm getting material out there. Um, I should just release, I should just go on comedy shows and just do my hour in these different spurts on different shows. That could be a good idea. Slowly put out an hour, um, of material just by sitting on Conan's couch five minutes at a time. Not a bad idea. Um, yeah. And I, and the last time I was on Conan, I did like tons of material from my new stuff. So I don't even know what material I have left anymore after this thing. You know, does anyone want to hear about what were my, I was talking a lot about rape. I haven't done any of that material anywhere. That is going to be good. That's going to be real good. Although, and I don't mean to say that so nonchalantly, like I definitely have a whole, um, uh, bit about rape that I think is very important that I can't wait to get out. Um, but er earlier, uh, I was 
texting with someone whose radio show I'm going to be doing. And I asked him, what time do you guys tape? But my phone auto-corrected it to what time do you guys rape? That's how much I write rape into my phone. And that's just because I, I, I write a lot about it. And so um, I, got, I actually have to uh, press stop on this rape right now because, I mean, tape. I mean, well, this could be a rape to many of your ears, you know. However, because that's the thing. I, I realized last night watching Millionaire and then watching myself on Lily sing, I can be a lot. There are times where I'm like, shut the fuck up. Just shut shut up for a second. And not in a mean way, even though that sounded mean. It's just like, Nikki, you don't need to talk every two seconds. On this podcast, I kind of do because otherwise it's just going to be two seconds of that. You know, like I, I got to keep it going. So there's a fine balance. I don't know. This really fell off the rails at the end. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for the DMs. Thank you for all the support. Um, I hope you're getting through this in your own way. Um, we're going to come out the other side. Don't do anything. Don't make any rash decisions, even though I made one today. Make decisions about your rashes, though, and decide to put aloe on them. Rash decisions about rashes are, um, you know, something you should still be doing. Don't just let it go. Uh, Marion had a rash on her ass, my little dog Marion, and someone checked in on her and I wanted to update that. She is doing so much better. We have our dog back. I'm very happy for her. I'm staring at a cardinal swaying in a tree. It is so beautiful and I'm not stoned. Guys, I love you. Thank you for listening. Um, talk to you tomorrow on the pod. Uh, squirt, squirt, dick, rape. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Ow.